This podcast proudly brought to you by Wilhelm Streaming. Welcome back to a long-awaited episode of the Wilhelm stream. My name is Yogi. And my name is Tim, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. You caught me by surprise. I had a drink <laughs> in my head. <laughs> As you should at Christmas time. <laughs> um, we've been kind of on hiatus. Most of it, I think, is my fault. Um, oh, oh, look, you know, the, uh, you know this Christmas time is, uh, is a busy time of year. <laughs> And you've uh, obviously you've got your other podcasts that you do with my dear friend Dom. Yeah, but <laughs> plug, those plug, have been plug. those have been recorded, but not edited and put online yet. <laughs> yeah, but you know you've got you've got a lot of other things that you've been doing. You've been working a bit more, and uh, and so it's understandable that these things happen. Uh, but we're we're glad to be back for for the Christmas special of the Wilhelm Stream. Yeah, we are glad to be back. Yeah, like you said, I've just been full on with work. And um, getting on to the end of the year, we lost, like, two of our technicians. One of them I was very glad to see leave. Um, but it means that I've been doing the work of three people. Yeah. And I've had to work an extra day a week as well, which I'm not used to. <laughs> um, and time just eluded me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, here we are. We've uh, got our Christmas Santa hats on. Well, I've got a... An elf hat on. You got the Santa hat on today, yeah. In the, uh, in the. We don't really. We're lying to you. <laughs> I mean, festive cheer. It's a uh, beautiful snowy day here in Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing Melbourne, it could be. <laughs> oh, look, at least you know it's it's uh, the end of the heat wave, so it's well the end of one heat wave. Yeah, there'll be another. Yeah, as uh, you know, summer in in Australia or summer in Melbourne. This. Uh, Unpredictable. Unpredictable, but predictably bad. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, we did, um, well, I did promise our 10th episode being that big Cards Against Humanity all-out brawl thing. Yeah. It ended up going for three hours. I got three hours of audio. I put up one hour so far. Yeah, so we'll... Uh, we'll There'll be more parts. Yeah, we'll make sure that all gets uh, all, all put up. But, uh, yeah, having... Our tenth episode in three parts was not the plan. No, so. we didn't think it'd go that long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so. once it got to an hour, I'm like, we can't stop it now. It doesn't feel like it's been long. We haven't done much. It was fun, but this episode, since we're gearing up for Christmas, is going to be all about our kind of Christmassy, etc. Finish yeah. my sentence. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> it's you know pop culture Christmas. It's uh, you know what cool things have you got for Christmas. You know, I'm going to talk about uh, what constitutes a Christmas movie and also my top five Christmas movies. You know, some movies that do and don't make the list for whatever reasons uh, we'll talk about. And some other movies that I didn't really know were like supposed to be Christmas movies, but I guess kind of are. So we'll okay. talk about that a little bit. Um, what about you, Yogi? What have you got? Um, I think I'll just talk about like, um, well, like we said, like what Christmas means to us, but also like... Christmas in past years and how we've come to know it and with the big thing for American listeners and we I know we have some yeah <laughs> um we don't have that winter 
at this time of year. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're in the southern hemisphere. It's not only us, it's everybody below the equator. We have summer at this time of year. Yeah, so that makes, you know, summer all about going to the beach, you know, having an outdoor barbecue for Christmas. Yeah. Um, it's sort of, you know, the food changes. So, it's, you know, obviously being summer, we have a lot, lot more salads and that sort of thing rather than yeah. the roast veggies. Um, those sort of things, the roast veggies and the... I don't think turkeys are that big, in, you know, that big a thing here. Uh, uh, I, I, it's more I like have had turkeys a lot for Christmas. I've, I've had them before, but I think like the um, ham, like ham on, ham on the bone. Ham is the most, yeah, yeah. That's is the big is thing. a big one. And um, prawns. And prawns. Like, yeah, seafood in general, but prawns are a big, um, you know, a big draw card for Christmas. But not so much more recently, I don't think. I think it's sort of yeah. started to decline there. But, you know, yeah, definitely, you know, a different sort of food and or f- the same sort of food prepared differently for for our climate um i know we like to yeah you know play a game of backyard cricket or something on christmas day after lunch so you can't really imagine people going out into the snow and maybe your family does do that (laughs) i mean i mean my family is an aussie family ouch (laughs) (laughs) so we are you know we're very very cricket oriented so um, oh, you know, we enjoy each other's company as well, which is another thing. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's, we have our own family traditions. We have a, um, a, a trophy that's given out every Christmas, uh, to the, in, in recent times, it's been the, uh, sort of the sports person of the, in the family of the year. So we've had you know, uh, relatives who've won their bowling tournaments or relatives who've competed in the Great Victorian bike ride or been the sports captain at school, you know, played state state basketball. Um, so it's really, you know, it's a fun tradition in our family. It's an old trophy that belonged to my grandfather uh, that he won for, I think it was state grade lawn bowls. So it's, uh, <laughs> it's a good way to continue on that tradition and have something fun to, to do at the end of lunch, you know, just mm. to give out the trophy and then, do the presents and do the desserts and that, that sort of thing. Yeah, I think for I, – I just always remember just a lot of food. Um, not always a lot of people. Like both my mum and dad's sides of the family are very different. Yeah. And in later years after they divorced, like it was more difficult to have like a family Christmas. But like mum's side are all – very Australian, and they're all scattered around the countryside and stuff. Yeah. So when we did kind of have Christmas with them, it would be like a big deal. And a lot of the time we'd be like, oh, this is bullshit. We have to go all the way out into the country and, like, not see our friends or uh, other more favourite family people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, my parents have recently... um retired and moved up to the country so the actual christmas uh tradition or you know the the way that christmas day operates has changed a little bit so normally we'd have lunch at our place we'd go and visit uh, my grandma and then go and meet up with the cousins and and aunties and uncles and stuff uh of an evening and uh last year we didn't have christmas on christmas day we had it on boxing day and i was working so i couldn't actually even go to my family christmas um it's brings up a thing for me the, the last maybe eight or so years i haven't really celebrated christmas with my family i've been on christmas day i've been mostly spending it with like you 
and close friends like that. Yeah. And just like sitting around watching some shitty Christmas movies and <laughs> yeah. And just um, enjoying company that I actually enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> um, last last Christmas though, like on the day, I didn't really do anything. But then Boxing Day, I invited myself around to where we are now, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, our mates, Dom and Annie's place, and um, I spent it with their families. <laughs> <laughs> I totally crashed the joint. <laughs> I bought presents. It was all right. <laughs> oh, cool. As long as you were in presents. And I was dressed up like Santa. It was cool. <laughs> uh, my my uncle used to, uh, it was, you know, when he was a young man, uh, he was a bit of a, you know, a wild child, and he... Uh, he rode a, a Norton motorbike around, and yeah. uh, a beautiful bike. He still owns it to this. Like he's had it for thirty years, probably longer. But he would um, be going up to visit his parents on Christmas Day, and they lived up in sort of one of the border towns uh, along New South Wales and Victoria, and like Mildura sort of area. Yeah. And he would ride his motorcycle all the way up on Christmas Day. Dressed in a Santa suit with a, a little thing with lollies, like a bag with lollies in it attached to the handlebars so that he could give lollies to kids at traffic lights. Or if he was riding past a car that had a window open, he'd chuck lollies in the window, that sort of thing. It's like, I, you know, having ridden a motorbike myself, I would have loved to do that. But this, this day and age, it is difficult to, you know, to give kids that you don't yeah. know lollies just... Which is a shame because it would be quite fun. I think you know, the kids would probably find it fun, but the parents are like, no, no, no. <laughs> I've got um, one living blood-related uncle left, <laughs> um, and he lives in a small town called The Rock. It's just outside Wagga Wagga in New South Wales. Right. It's tiny as fuck, but he's always been kind of very sheltered and very hermity, and he's got all this, like wildlife he actually looks after and yeah um it's i don't know what he does for a living (laughs) but he seems to have all this stuff but um i know for a fact that on christmas and new year's what he does is like uh he gets on his bike and he's made this little trailer for his dog that fits on the back of the bike and he rides up the mountain right and then he spends christmas up a mountain And he's the Australian one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. It's something to do. It's a tradition. Just go up a mountain. Why not? <laughs> um, I remember... Shaggy! As a kid, um, like it, 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 Christmas being such a big deal and big kind of magical thing. And and I remember getting way more presents than I do now. <laughs> oh, right. What, what was, what's the best Christmas present you've ever received? Like, as a kid, obviously not. Because yeah. um, I can remember mine. Mine was getting a Dr. Dreadful brain juice lab. Oh, I wanted them so bad. <laughs> but then they got recalled. <laughs> so so the, um, for those of you who don't know, Dr. Dreadful was like, it was basically like a, a science-themed lolly maker. Yeah. Um, and I got the, the brain juice lab, which was essentially a cordial maker from a powder. That's all it really was. Um <laughs> And it was like the cheapest one, like. But as you know, I wanted Doctor Dreadful, and I got it. I got it. Like I got what I wanted for Christmas, the thing that I wanted the most, which was something Doctor Dreadful. Yeah. Um. So I was super excited. It basically came with like a powder, and you put some water in a thing, and you put a little tablet in that fizzes it, and it goes yeah. through, like all the yeah. pressure pushes it through, and you know you see it go through all the tubes and stuff, and 
out came grape flavored cordial, which tasted horrible. <laughs> and it was always the bubbles were always really kind of shit. Mm. Like they were always kind of like really displeasing looking. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was like that was the, you know there's a few times when I got what I really wanted for Christmas, and it was never like you know I want a remote control car and you get the best one. Yeah. Like and that never happened, but you know I wanted a remote control car and I got one. That's really cool. Like, I think the best present I ever got, and it was a, a joint present um, for me, my brother and sister, but mm. then we also got our own individual presents as well, Yeah. Um, was a hand-me-down Super Nintendo. Yeah, cool. Um, it was from my dad's half-brothers. Yeah. They were all old and stopped playing it and stuff, and yeah. they wanted to get rid of it and sort of just throw it out or sell it. They gave it to him. Which meant we got it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it came, like, because it, it came from them, it came with a ton of games. And then we also bought some new games at the time. Yeah. Um, on top of that. Um, we also got, uh, like, later, years down the track, uh, a Nintendo 64 for Christmas. But I think the Super Nintendo meant more. Yeah. Because we'd never had any kind of console before. Yeah. Like, we'd... We'd had cousins that had the original NES and, and other cousins that had Seegers and um, friends and stuff that had uh, other kind of stuff. We, like, that was a big thing to us, yeah. to have a console. It was just a, too expensive. <laughs> we were a fucking poor, poor family. Yeah. Um, and when we got a Super Nintendo with a shit ton of cool games, that was just <laughs> the best. Yeah. Like, we never, I don't re- remember us getting, like, a, a console or anything for for everyone. I mean, I'm there's seven years between myself and the next oldest, so yeah. 20 years between myself and the oldest. That it's you know there was never all of us in the same sort of age group where the same you know loves and you know playing video games or whatever was around. So I do remember we each got a um, our own blank cassette tape one year, um, the year that we got. A VCR, like a, the first VCR that we <laughs> we got, and that was pretty early on. Like it was, it was before a, a lot of people got them, and it's you know, yeah. it, it wasn't like right away. It wasn't super expensive to buy them, but I yeah, I remember it being a bit of a, a big deal. That was it. Still during like the VHS Beta Wars. I think it was towards the, the end, end of it, where it looked like VHS was winning. Yeah, yeah. when there was you know, <laughs> some sort of. Yeah, like my my dad was pretty tech savvy, especially back in the day when it came to to that sort of thing. Like, and he my dad likes to think he is tech savvy, and he is not. <laughs> we had two beta players, <laughs> <laughs> and that's not the way things went. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think yeah, the uh, the VHS came along pretty quickly, but the the conversion to DVD for my parents took a while. Like the they're going, you know, yeah, but, but yeah. my dad's like, you know, they've just recently put the money in and converted all their reel-to-reel and, and stuff like that, like home movies yeah. from when they went to the zoo, you know, when my older sister was three years old, like, yeah. it's super old footage. Did you ever have, like, slideshow parties? No. Where you'd set up the, the oh, slides look, and, look. and turn the lights off and, and that was your thing for the night? And you'd have people around and shit. And this is our; these are our photos of our trip away. Like, <laughs> I, I vaguely, I vaguely remember 
something like that. Like uh, an auntie or an uncle, they'd come back. Because a couple of my aunties, like, they traveled. Like, not just they went to England or whatever, which they did do as well. But they were in Afghanistan and, like, traveling to all these really cool places. Um, But dangerous places. Like, one of them was in Afghanistan when Russian tanks rolled down the main street of the town. So, like, all this sort of stuff that was like, oh. But, yeah, definitely I remember, like, vaguely in my... I would have been no older than five years old. Like, it would have probably been... It's, it's so fa- foggy for me. Like, it's not a clear memory. But being in a, you know, in a darkened room with the projector and, yeah. and like, in the sort of the round... Yeah, we had we went... had both kinds. We had the round one. We had the um, just normal straight one. Yeah. And then there'd be somebody in charge of the button. Right. And you press it and it goes... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that's vaguely there, but it's yeah, it's so far back. I re- I remember loving those nights only because it meant we got nachos. <laughs> Every time they put out the um, uh, the slideshow, it just meant nacho night. <laughs> <laughs> was um, that like? Did you was it just pe- people's photos of? Yeah, trips? it was um, it was mostly um, my mum and dad's one friends really. They only had one set of friends. Yeah. Like, even now, I'm just like, my parents are fucking sad. <laughs> um, they would show, like, their like, photos of their trips away, and mom and dad would show the photos of when they were on trips. And these were all before we were born, any of us kids. And we would just be like, surely you guys have seen these before. Mm. It can't be for our benefit, because we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> You're just happy with the nachos. Yeah. Um but back to Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's the worst gift you ever received? See, that's really hard because cause you don't remember those things. Like, as, for, at least for me, I don't remember that. Like, I, I remember, remember the Christmases, like, I was always really happy with anything because my birthday is very close to Christmas as well. So yeah. presents sort of intermingle as, was that a Christmas thing? Was that a birthday thing? I can't. Okay. It's not, not that sort of, you only get one present or whatever. But just that because you receive things within a short space of time, it's hard to remember all the time whether they're Christmas or birthday. But I can't, yeah, I can't pinpoint something where I was like, oh, is that it? Like, I remember one year I was not particularly impressed by, um, like, a Stargazer's map. <laughs> like, it was just like this fold-out map to help you spot the different constellations. Wasn't particularly impressed with it. Didn't hate it or anything, but it was like, oh, okay, is that all, yeah. all I got? Years later, I pulled that out. I'm like, oh, this is really cool. And was, so, you know, it, it it came around to the time when I'd actually enjoy the thing that I was given probably 10 years earlier. Um, yeah. So. I remember being very disappointed one year. Yeah. Judge me now for it, but I asked for a, um, a digital diary assistant kind of thing. Right. So one of the ones where you like your thing and then flip open... Yeah, it'll flip open and you just put in people's, like, names and address and phone number. Right, it's so like the digital organiser. Yeah, organiser, that's right, it. A yeah. digital organiser. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was really stupid. Nothing I actually needed, but I thought it was cool at the time. For some reason, there was, like, a, it was a fad at the time to have an organiser. Right, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I... Well, I, I know I've had one at some point. <laughs> um... And this was before mobile phones, so don't yeah. judge me too harshly, kids. <laughs> um, yeah, I asked for something like that for Christmas, and 
I remember my gift being like way too large to be anything like an organizer. Right. And then when I opened it up, it was apparently this um, do-it-yourself electronics kit. Right. Because my dad thought digital organizer, electronics kit, same thing. <laughs> He's like, they're both digital. I'm like, you're a dickhead. That sounds like a pretty cool present, though. Well, it it, it would be if it worked. <laughs> um, it wasn't like uh, it was like this big board with all these various holes in it and stuff, like very kind of um, gridded holes. Yeah, I know exactly what it is. I, my brother got one. Oh, I think he got two in the end because he loved his. It first came one. with like a, a like a few different. Um, uh, parts like diodes and cathodes yeah, and yeah. LEDs and all this. And like little shit. buttons you could make it go do, 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 and stuff like that. I'm not sure if there are any buttons. I can't remember too much because right. we didn't have it for long because um, it wouldn't fucking work. It came with like a, a booklet on yeah. like different kind of things to make with yeah, this Yeah, give you all different circuits and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. show you what components you need. We made a few and then switched it on and nothing would fucking happen. <laughs> And then we were like, oh, it must be broken. And Dad's like, oh, I'll take it back and I'll get you a new one. And I'm like, so I don't get a present right now. Thanks, Dad. And then he takes it back a couple of days later because it can't be the next day because it's Christmas. The yeah. stores are shut. So a couple of days later, I get a new one. Same thing. Doesn't fucking work. <laughs> and it, it, it seemed to be more of a, uh, a project for my dad and my brother to try and work this thing out because meantime I'm playing with the other gifts and toys that I got from other people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I think we went through like three of them. He went back, swapped it over for a new one like three times and never ever worked. Yeah. And I don't think I ever got anything in return. Right. I'm pretty sure he just, forgot about it in the end <laughs> i remember the i remember the year when i first got given socks and being a little bit disappointed but i got other things like you're a kid you there well at least for me like there was always enough presents that, that nothing was ever like a really super expensive thing but there's enough things that it would be like oh cool it's one of those uh things where the crystals grow on the trees oh yeah, yeah, yeah or you know there'd be like sort of things like that it would yeah. be kind of fun you know for a brief amount kind of, time. of interesting which would be like it's like oh there's some something to do with this okay yeah yeah so i remember going to um because part of dad's family there's a little branch off of it that aren't exactly catholic the caustic right and they celebrate um christmas on a different date. It's sure. sometime in January, I think. Um, I remember going to one of theirs. This is when I was a late teenager kind of thing. And um, somebody on that side of the family had actually got me a present, wrapped it up and stuff. And when they handed it to me, like I was really gracious because I'm like, I didn't expect anything. Mm. We weren't even supposed to be coming to this. It was just like a last kind of spur of the thing they invited us along and stuff i wasn't expecting anything so was, you know at this point in my life i'm like i'm not gonna be rude about it you know yeah. i'm gonna be gracious and stuff and i open it up and i'm like oh thanks a lot and stuff and it was a book by ben elton oh cool called uh stark yeah um 
I'm like, oh, really cool, because I knew who Ben Elton was and stuff, but I don't, like, you know me. Yeah, I don't, he used to be funny. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't read books, especially one this fucking thick. Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to say that to their face. I'm just going to, you know, appreciate it. Go, oh, really? You know, that's very cool and stuff. Yeah. You got called out by someone? Yeah, my fucking parents. <laughs> He doesn't like Like, I was being really cool about it and just going, oh, you know, very gracious and stuff. And then as soon as I leave the room, like, um, my parents saw that I got a gift from them and they're like, oh, what did you get here? And they're like, oh, um, we got him a book from Ben Elton, like a, a really cool book. We thought he might enjoy it. And they're like, ha, he doesn't read books. I'm like, why do you have to be dickheads? Why? <laughs> How do you see why I don't spend it with my family anymore? <laughs> All right. Well, possibly a segue uh, into my top five uh, Christmas movies reasons and reasons why some movies aren't Christmas movies. Okay, because I think we're on the same page as with yeah. this. But the segue here is... And uh, it's going to piss some people off. <laughs> but fuck them. Right, let me let me do a segue. <laughs> They're wrong. There's a segue. <laughs> okay. It's about not being with your parents. Is my uh, there's a couple of movies in this where the child is not with their parents for Christmas, or you know the, the, the possibility of that happening. Uh, so starting at number five, uh, I feel like this one just sort of it needed to be in there, even though it's not like it doesn't fit in with the other four movies that I have. It's, it's much more of a traditional type movie, but uh, Miracle on 34th Street, the 1994 uh, remake. With okay, the, the remake. I like Richard, the remake. With yeah. Richard Attenborough yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. the girl from Matilda. Yeah. Um, and the um, the chick that plays Matilda's mother. The funniest shit in the world is that movie. Whenever she has a close-up or it's just her on screen, she's obviously, <laughs> so obviously told the cameraman Vaseline that lens. <laughs> <laughs> it is the haziest shit you'll see. Uh, and then it'll cut to somebody she's talking to, and all this blur is gone. <laughs> like, it's just crisp, clean, back to her, this blurry mess. Like, <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I felt like it should be in, that, in the top five list. It's a very charming movie. Yeah. Um, number four, the Santa Claus, Tim Allen. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. I look at, uh, yeah, that that came out at the right time for me. Like, yeah, I, as I was growing up, that movie was sort of like it was on every Christmas, yeah. um, and it was yeah, it was an enjoyable movie to watch. I can't remember much of it now; I haven't watched it in a while. <laughs> but uh, that was definitely like it was up there for me. You know, as a, a younger person. Uh, number three, Jingle All the Way. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> struggling to act and struggling to find a toy for his son at Christmas. Struggling to actually say his son's name. <laughs> um, I quite like his, his son's name was Jamie, played Jamie. by played by the kid from Star Wars Episode One right. who played Anakin. Yeah, but he kept calling him Jamie, Jamie, Jamie. Um, <laughs> Yeah, this has to go in, especially because recently I, I listened to a podcast that I really love called uh, How Did This Get Made? And it's, um, it's there's three people, two of which are in the TV show The League and okay. uh, one of the guy's wives, and uh, her name's June Diane, I think. Um, and they do a podcast about how 
did this terrible movie ever get made? And they did one probably two or three Christmases ago, probably two Christmases ago, for Jingle All The Way. And it still makes me cry with laughter because it's so funny. Their, their analysis on how bad this movie is. But I think that's what makes it such a good movie is because it's, it's funny to watch now as an adult <laughs> because of how bad it is, whereas you really enjoyed the storyline as a kid. Phil Hartman's in it, though. Yeah. Phil Hartman, fucking genius. But, yeah. Um, yeah, whenever I see him, I feel sad. Right. Well, you know of how he passed away? No. Yeah, he died a, a, a quite a few years ago. Right. Um, his wife killed him. Okay. Yeah. We'll cut this bit out. This is a bit sad for the Christmas <laughs> podcast. Uh, we'll, we'll pick it up, the, the tone a bit. Uh, yeah, so as, as I was saying before, the uh, the segue for uh, for kids being without their parents on Christmas, yeah. Home Alone 2 lost in New York. I like both the Home Alones. I, Home Alone 2 is very cute, though. I like, like where, Home Alone 2 a bit more. Where he meets the um, the old lady. The old lady, and they have the two turtle doves. The turtle and, doves. And, yeah. and they're... The guy that owns the toy store. The toy store, just the, yeah. And Donald just Trump's kinda, in the movie. What is he? Oh. <laughs> Tim Curry's in the movie. And Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider is yes. a bellhop. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's like... Also, Home Alone 2 is actually the first, the first one I saw. So for me, that's like... That's the authentic Home Alone as well. Have you seen that video... That's out at the moment. The new, one, the new YouTube clip, yeah. Yeah, yeah, with Macaulay Culkin. It's amazing. Kind of reprising his role Oh, as, absolutely, Kevin McAllister, yeah, 100%. As, as him at this age. Yeah. Just going, imagine your fucking family leaving <laughs> you. <laughs> Forgetting you at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so my number one, I'm, I don't know if you can... Can, can you pick what it's going to be? Uh... I might have an idea. Do you want to? Do you want to have a? Should we try and say it at exactly the same time? Okay. One, two, three. I'll I'm be up home for Christmas. Christmas. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'll be home for Christmas. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, amazing movie. Like it's it's pure gold from from him on a telephone with a tumbleweed rolling past. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> with the Santa costume with his beard super glued to his face. Yep, yep. I, I just love that. I haven't watched that movie in forever. But really? I, I got a DVD. It, I still just I adore that movie. Oh, <laughs> so good. Um, yeah, Muppet Christmas Carol, definitely an honourable mention along with Elf, Will Ferrell. Yeah, okay. Um, so there's a, yeah, a few, excuse me, movies like that where it's like an honourable mention because they're good, fun movies that I just don't. I don't rate them as, like, must-watch Christmas okay. movies. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, mine are, my, my list is a bit more obscure. I don't... I wouldn't exactly put anything in order. Yeah. Um, just because my year-to-year, my preferences might change, or when I go to watch them, I might feel different or whatever. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, a couple of those in there are interchangeable. Like, you know, pretty much first to fourth are... Relatively interchangeable, I think. I'd say all the ones you said, like, I've watched over and over again anyway. Yeah. Um, something that's quite newish, though, um, only came out a couple of years ago. It's called The Rise of the Guardians. Right. Now, this doesn't technically make our list because it's not technically a Christmas movie. Right. And we'll touch on why things are not yeah. technically Christmas movies. Um, 
it does star Santa in it. Yeah. Um, but if you pay attention to the movie, it's set like three days before Easter. Right. Um, but it does have that kind of, that feel of Christmas and that right. feel of magic yeah. in the whole movie. And, I, and like I saw it when it came out at the cinema and it actually made me weep a little. Right. It, it was very touching. Yeah. Something I grew up watching, um, there's a couple actually, um, one of them, uh, you actually bought me was on DVD years yeah, ago. Was it it was the, such a great present. Which one was it? The Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer or the Frosty the Snowman? What Rudolph. Else? Rudolph yeah. the Red-Nosed Reindeer. The Rankin Bass yeah. uh, stop-motion animation. I mean, they are they are a traditional Christmas movie, really. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've watched movies that have those movies in them. Yeah. And, like, characters are watching those movies in other Christmas yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and and the, the, people make reference to it a lot, even yeah. if not just in Christmas movies and other, just other pop culture stuff. Yeah. It's just fun. Yeah. But another one is um, something that I watched as a kid a lot, but just didn't mean as much to me. Like, it's a fucking stupid movie, but like it's yeah. there. Um, Ernest Saves Christmas. Right. Okay. My family was into all the Ernest <laughs> movies for some stupid reason. They yeah. were kind of fun in their own way. Right. I like how we talk to camera and shit. Like Ernest was um the guy who voiced Slinky Dog in Toy Story for those who don't know. <laughs> he had his own stupid range of movies. Yeah. Like Ernest goes to the beach and Ernest doesn't go to the beach. Ernest goes to jail. <laughs> Ernest yeah. gets stupid. Um all yeah. that crap. All right. Uh, so let's see, because we, yeah, you have said that you, you might agree with me on my, what classifies as a Christmas movie. Yeah. Oh, before that, I, I do yeah. have a couple more movies I do want to mention. Sure. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Um, I just, I think that's fucking hilarious. Yeah. I just really like it. Um, I, I only like Vegas Vacation. Yeah. <laughs> I know Chevy Chase is a fucking asshole, but some of the, just the, facial gestures he makes I just find it hilarious it's like when you watch like uh, Naked Gun and um, Leslie Nielsen's just confused looks on his face it's pure gold (laughs) (laughs) another one uh, Scrooged right with um, uh, Bill Murray and Bobcat Goldthwait (laughs) yeah the ending especially where he's a changed person and he's talking live um, to pretty much the whole city or the whole country on um, his TV show and just, you know, saying the feeling of Christmas and that kind of wanting to do good and making people feel good makes you feel good and it's it's such a powerful feeling that you want to hold on to it throughout the whole year. Yeah. And it's something, like, I really believe as much... Of an asshole I am, though. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, I want to believe that. And then I, I want to feel that way all the time. And then I just bump into another prick who I think's a dickhead. And I'm like, you've ruined it for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, of course, Muppet Christmas Carol. Mm. Muppet Christmas Carol's just fantastic. Right. So good. Michael Caine without being a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I don't really. You don't care about the Muppets. <laughs> but uh, yeah, well, I guess what you're saying, yeah, with the um, Scrooge, like that, uh, the feeling. Yeah. That is for me part of what makes a Christmas movie. Yeah. Like it has to feel like a Christmas movie. It it can't just be incidentally based around Christmas. Yeah, it can't be. Just because a movie is set at Christmas doesn't mean it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. So here, uh, like, and and look, one of these is I, I love this movie, um, but I'll get I'll get onto that because I'll start off with a movie that I don't like that people think is a Christmas movie. It's not a Christmas movie. Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. It's not. It's set at Christmas, but it doesn't have the Christmas sensibilities and the Christmas morals and... Well, look, if and, you set it at any other time of year, it doesn't change anything it in It doesn't that story. change anything, right? Absolutely, 100%. And Batman Returns but, is a Christmas movie, apparently. No, it's just set at Christmas. Gremlins. That's also set at Christmas. Oh. It's a bit more heavily set at Christmas, but... but it's mostly, you hey, look, you've you got a gremlin for Christmas. Yeah. Now there's gremlins. Oh, my God, you're an idiot. You've just got it wet or fed it or whatever. <laughs> I don't... Oh, stupid. Is that a massage? Is it supposed to be a massage? Cause the dog's jumping on Tim. <laughs> really painful. Can we just tape up your hands so that at least it's not scratchy? Um... <laughs> Yeah, Gremlins is is not a Christmas movie either, in my opinion. But here's no. one that I, there's I, such a very odd thing in Gremlins, though. Hmm. There's a part in the movie where the um the love interest, the chick, I forget her name, she talks about out of nowhere. It really kind of breaks the mood of the the movie. Yeah. Out of nowhere, she starts relaying this story about her worst Christmas, where apparently, like she thought. Her dad left her and her mum that year. Right. Turns out, he dressed up as Santa and thought he would surprise everybody by coming down the chimney. Instead, he got fucking stuck down the chimney <laughs> and was there for months. <laughs> <laughs> this is in Gremlins. And out of nowhere, she tells this story. And it's supposed to be a very kind of, oh my God, kind of story. And you're just like... What? Where the fuck did this come from? <laughs> Why are you telling people this? Like your dad died in your chimney. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Die Hard, obviously, like I've had this argument with so many people about it being, <laughs> being a Christmas movie or not. To me, a Christmas movie has to have the sensibility. And the one I'm about to say now is a movie I absolutely love, but I still, even though there's a, a lot of Christmas themes through it, yeah. I still don't really think of it as a Christmas movie, and that is Love Actually. Okay, I don't like Love Actually. Right. I love that movie. I don't I like really, it I really like that movie. I've seen it a few times. And I don't, I don't, like, obviously there is a lot of Christmas themed stuff. It's set at Christmas. There is the, you know, try and get the Christmas number Bill one. Nye song. Christmas is all around. <laughs> um, that Channel 7 ripped off one year. <laughs> but, yeah. They got fucking Koshy to sing it. I still don't... I still don't... <laughs> it doesn't feel like a Christmas movie to me. No. Even though there, it is set it at Christmas. It doesn't really and, need to have anything to do with Christmas. Yeah, yeah. so it's, it's kind of set at Christmas just for it to be a Christmas movie yeah. to sell to people at Christmas to go and see it. I remember watching that movie with... Um, 
uh, quite a close friend at the time of both of us. Mm. Um, and that scene where the guy from The Walking Dead comes to um, the chick's, uh, Kira Knightley's door with those uh, big cue cards right. where he's written down like his love and affection for her and stuff and he just palming off cue card after cue card to keep reading and stuff. Yeah. When it got to that bit, she's like, oh my God, that is so romantic. And I'm like, fucking no, it's not. That's creepy as shit. Could you imagine me coming to your door and doing that one day? And she's like, yeah, okay, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I think if you look at my top five, it's, um, we've got a live audience. If you look at my top five movies, they're all movies that couldn't take place anywhere other than Christmas. I'll be home for Christmas. Yeah. Like, it's all about getting home for Christmas. Home Alone 2, his, you know, his family's away for Christmas, yeah. he gets lost in New York. Jingle All the Way, Finding a Toy for Christmas. Yeah. The Santa Claus, you know, Tim Allen. <laughs> becomes Santa. Becomes Santa Claus. Um, and The Miracle of 40, uh, 34th Street. All about... Santa. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was one I failed to mention before. Mm-hmm. Um, just a, a movie that I've seen quite a lot, and I actually found a torrent for it and got to download it. Right. Legally, legally, illegally, legally. <laughs> um, an Australian movie called Crackers. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, with Peter Brosthorn, and that's about it. <laughs> He's not even really the big name in that movie, is he? Really, who else is the big... Who's... You're looking it Google. up. Google. <laughs> um, or it's, any other site that is a search engine. It's a very kind of Australian, shitty family holiday movie. Like, everything that can go wrong goes wrong, and nobody respects each other in the family, and everybody's kind of swearing at each other. And I'm like, yeah, that that seems like my family, all right? <laughs> yeah. I want to bring this one up. Sure. Nightmare Before Christmas. Right. The director himself says it's not a Christmas movie. The director, Henry Selleck, not Tim Burton. Tim Burton did not direct that movie. Right. He wrote one of the first drafts of that movie. He had hardly anything to fucking do with it. Then why is it called Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas? Because he is a whore. (laughs) Michael McDowell finalised the script. Right. Henry Selleck directed. So, Tim Burton, based on a story and characters by... Yeah, meaning he did one of the first drafts. <laughs> well, he, he wrote the, the original draft yeah. then. Um, and then someone went, your version is terrible. Yeah, I'm We need someone to, to fix it for us. So, Michael McDowell did that, and yeah. then it was directed by Henry Selleck, who is someone, apparently. What did Henry Selleck do? Um, first James of all, and the like, Giant Peach, Coraline. I, uh, Coraline's very, kind of good. Neil Gaiman wrote that. Well, I can't immediately hate it then. What? Because I hate Tim Burton. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, but I love Neil Gaiman, so, not that I've really consumed enough of Neil Gaiman's, uh, work. Well, look, The Nightmare Before Christmas, I will say, is like, a, a movie you kind of do have to watch, at least once, but... I tried watching it once. I don't, I don't it. think it's very good. No, and I, I, I know a lot of people are going to hate me for this, and somebody's giving me puppy dog eyes right now, <laughs> and it's not the puppy dog. A Halloween movie. But even even the songs in that fucking movie, they don't rhyme. They're very lazy. 
Like they, they crowbar in words that have way too many syllables for the gap they're trying to fill. Like it's the only thing it's got going for it is the animation style, which is quite fluid for its time. Yeah. Um. Other than that, that movie can go fuck itself. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, there's plenty of Christmas, even Christmas movies that are like, come on, like How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Like the the original um, animation Carrey. or the Jim Carrey one. Yeah. <sighs> What else we got? We got uh, Christmas with the Cranks. Oh, did you ever watch Arthur Christmas? No, that was on here as well. Because um, I'm looking at a list of, of things. It was on I got well. halfway through it when I first saw like the um, the Lethal trailer Weapon? for it when it came out. Lethal, fuck that! That's not a Christmas movie. Stand in the corner with Die Hard. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, when I first saw the trailer to Arthur Christmas when it was coming out, I thought this was going to be pretty cool. And then I saw, like, half of it. I'm like, this is really shit. I don't want to keep continue watching it. Yeah. Um, something I will talk about quickly, um, the Rankin-Bass people that made the um, Pinocchio... Oh, not Pinocchio. Uh, the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer movie that I like so much. Yeah. Also made a Pinocchio movie that was set at Christmas. It was very Christmassy. Right. It was called Pinocchio's First Christmas. Right. Um, they kind of melded the original Pinocchio story and changed it and it adapted it to work at a Christmas time kind of thing. Yeah. And a lot of it was trying to like, he never went to that, um, that Island for boys where they turn into donkeys and shit and he doesn't get swallowed by the whale and stuff. But a lot of it is trying to, he's trying to make Geppetto proud of him and like try and find him a present for Christmas and like, Shit like that. Yeah. See, that, really, that one originally aired in 1980. That's super old. Pinocchio's First Christmas. This is called Pinocchio's Christmas. Yeah. Ah. I feel we've gotten movies out of the way. Yep. What else is there? A lot of music. Yeah. Did you ever watch the Carols by Candlelight that they televised? No. No, fuck that. I even worked for the company that did one of those. Because there's Carols by <laughs> Candlelight and Carols in the Domain. Oh, yeah. And I worked for one of, like a company that did one of them, and I, can't, I think it was Carols in the Domain. Did you ever come with me to um, Carols by Candlelight, Jell's Park, one year? Probably or? not. No. I hate Carols. Christmas See, Carols like... can go fuck themselves. Carols by Candlelight's very cool because it's hosted by Pete Smith. Right. But if he wasn't there, it would just be a yeah, bunch of that. wankers singing yeah. <laughs> Christmas Carols in the park. Pete Smith speaking... That's See, all I got. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I don't like Christmas carols. Fair enough. Um, I don't even give too much of a shit about covers of Christmas carols by really by you know good bands or whatever. Because I've got a lot of punk rock covers of oh, Christmas songs. I know. I've like and I've listened punk to them songs before, that but... uh, that just make up their own Christmas songs. Yeah, like I don't mind a song that is about Christmas. Yeah. So like, you know, it's the twenty first today. So um, Paul Kelly's How to Make Gravy. Uh, oh, yeah. Spoilers for when we're actually filming, uh, recording this. Um, yeah, Paul Kelly's had to make gravy set on today, um, and it's in, it's probably the best Australian Christmas song, um, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't know what other yeah. ones that there are, yeah. but there you go. Um, Something from fucking human nature. Yeah, and then there's, <laughs> and there's uh, the Pogues with uh, Chris McCall. Yes, a fairy tale the your... second best Christmas song of all time. The the best Christmas song of all time. Second best. Feliz Navidad is the first best Christmas song of all time. So 
Sorry, I'm not talking anymore. <laughs> I, I refuse to, to work on the podcast. Like, <laughs> no, that's... No. No. <laughs> um, when a Christmas song has a, has a line or a lyric, you're an old slot on junk, you know you're onto a winner. You scumbag, you maggot, you cheap, lousy faggot. Happy Christmas, you're ass. I pray God it's our last. Yep. Brilliant. <laughs> so festive. Uh... Yeah, it's a, it's a great song. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I guess I like... And there's a uh, Mick Thomas. Uh, I'm not sure whether it was his song or whether it was part of, when he was part of the band Weddings Parties Anything, and they had a they had a Christmas song, which is, you know, a, sort of a crowd join-in type song, and they would sing things back and forth. There's some that I, th- I feel get, like, lately, the last few years, haven't been cycled through like airplay or haven't been like hitting the kind of mainstream as much as they used to and I think it's a bit of a shame because they're really good songs mm. like um Last Christmas by Wham that Fuck was, Off that's a great song that was <laughs> that was legitimately the song when you started saying that that was a song that came into my head I'm like, <laughs> I was so tempted while you were talking just to start <laughs> singing it in the background it's a terrible song. No, it's a good it's song. It's so bad. It's a good song. It's better than Paul McCartney's bullshit Christmas song. Probably. From Wings. But Wham! is still bad. Nah, Wham!'s great. And that song is bad. And you should feel bad. <laughs> what about um, uh, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas this year? No, bad. What about a punk cover of it? No. <laughs> no. I'll take... Uh... <laughs> Jingle Bell Rock's not bad. Jingle Bell Rock's pretty good. Yeah. What about uh, oh, uh, any... Chuck Berry's um, Run Run Rudolph or whatever it's called? Yeah, yeah uh, no. Uh, but any Christmas Carol sung by Michael Bublé, I'll take. I'll Michael Bublé just a cool guy. Yeah. I'm glad we both agree on that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that's about it. We don't need to talk about it. <laughs> Michael Bublé's awesome and Wham is terrible. I, I think you had you, I think one year you were telling me you had a problem with the song I saw Mummy kissing Santa Claus was that you probably not no somebody told me like they were just like okay does that mean Santa Claus is real and Mummy's cheating on Daddy or that Daddy is Santa Claus and Christmas has almost been ruined did you ever go like um just one night go ooh Christmas trees <laughs> Did you have a, oh, I didn't get a Christmas tree. Got a poxy star. Delicious poxy star. Um did you ever go like um one night down to those um those streets of houses that go fucking all I don't give with? a shit about Christmas lights. <laughs> like <laughs> like <laughs> I love Christmas. I love Christmas too. I like the day, but I worked more than 10 years in retail. So Christmas can go fuck itself until Christmas. Okay, whose fault is choosing retail to work in? You don't Yours choose it when Christmas. you don't choose it when you're 15 years old. You it chooses you. Yeah. That's very sad. I, I I spent 7 years in a supermarket at Christmas. And no, 8 years because I was there for 7 years and so it was lead up to Christmas one year, and then uh, Christmas Eve was my finishing date, uh, seven and a bit years later. So eight Christmases in retail is enough to make you hate Christmas forever, 
hate Christmas carols, except the Christmas carols done by Michael Bublé, or the Christmas carols that don't get played on supermarket radio because they're inappropriate. Um, <laughs> the uh, South Park Christmas carols. Oh, South we Park, were, is, that's amazing. We were listening to that on the way here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Christmas lights, I don't give a shit. It's just a waste of time and power. And I, but the, it looks pretty. I don't mind a you know, couple of lights in your house. But when you put it out on your lawn or, like, in the backyard, by all means, like, it's your entertaining area, <laughs> whatever. But when you're forcing your stupid lights on people and you're having, like, the boulevard in wh- wherever the fuck that is, like Campbell or somewhere, is it called the boulevard? And it's just, like, an entire street that they all do their stupid lights. Yeah, I don't know what it's called, but I've been to that. And it's, like... It would take an hour to drive through the one street because Oh, no, pe- no, 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 you can't drive. There, okay, well... You, the, you have to... They close the street. Right. You have to park away and just walk down. What if I can point out? I don't have seen you walk more than 400 metres. How do you fucking get around the street? <laughs> um, yeah, one year we went to that and they go all out. So much so that some house had a uh, animatronically kind of rigged up this um, armchair and the door would automatically open. The front door would automatically open. This armchair was on like a dolly and it would automatically move itself through the front door and down the patio and this guy dressed up as Santa was sitting on this armchair the whole time and then he'd throw out lolly snakes to everybody. (laughs) The disgust in your face right now (laughs) is priceless. It's only made up for the fact that I'm eating gingerbread cookies now. <laughs> Christmas is shit most of the time. Like the lead up to it, the day is good. The day is fun, but the rest of it's load of crap. Uh, Santa photos, waste of time. Should we talk about that? Because that's Let's another thing that. we've been doing for the last few years of who can make it. Right, I think I made it once, once. and no, I'm more. I've been invited. Every, every year, year except for the first year. The first year was, was a very, spur of the moment. Yeah, it was a very spur of the moment. And yeah, I've been invited. I don't really give a shit about Chris like the <laughs> Santa photos. I go along because I feel like I'm obliged to go along. Like the one year I went, if I can make it, I'll go because it's a you know it's a group of friends. We'd like to have yeah, a photo, yeah. whatever. I'm happy to suck it up and do that. You make it sound like it's a big kind of. Well, it was Ouchy almost. Thing. It was almost going to be at Knox this year. He said it was Knox, and then it was <laughs> yeah, at Forest Hill. It was going to be at Knox. Like, how far away from my house is Knox? Knox is <laughs> fucking ages away from my house. <laughs> Dom's closer to Knox than I am. <laughs> For a photo <laughs> with some old dude in a red pajamas, <laughs> and they're almost always like. They look really confused when you have, like, eight, you know, adult men getting a photo. Well, not even just adult. We're so far away from 18, it's not even funny. <laughs> I'm 30 in two months. It's, yeah, it's it's a little bit weird. <laughs> and by a little bit, I mean, it's weird. It's just All weird. our friends love it. Oh, look. I, I mean, know people, people who aren't even at as close of friends of ours that every year wait for us to do this fucking photo. 
Right. Because that makes their year for them. But people also love photos of their friends, you know, drunk, slumped over a rock with their pants pulled down. Like, people will like that just as much as they like that Santa photo. (laughs) So what happened this year? You you fucked up. I didn't fuck up. Well, I mean, the Santa photo. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen listeners, the Santa photo must contain (laughs) two things, in my opinion, this photo. It must contain Yogi... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I've been in it every year. <laughs> and it must contain Dom. Doesn't have to. It has to. That 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 is the like the parameters. Everything, all the other people can can change, chop and change. But if it doesn't have you and it doesn't have Dom, it's <laughs> turn it off. It's, it's it's not a Christmas photo. Like it's not a Santa photo. I think Dylan's been in it every year. Fair enough. Dylan, okay, so so the three of you guys, like you want to try and keep some constants. Like, I know one you had some random child in the picture. <laughs> we put the kid in the picture because it was funny. Dylan's then girlfriend in the picture was kind of iffy. Was that the... Anyway. <laughs> but, yeah, like, it, I feel like we won't get into the full argument over over whose fault it was, Yogi's, that it didn't work out. Like, I wasn't in the photo this year because I got a f- text message at like quarter past midnight saying it's at four o'clock it's at Knox and I went okay cool and then my phone died and then I obviously didn't get the text message at what fucking one o'clock in the morning or something that said oh we've changed it to you know three hours from now it's like no I was out I was at a bar I was watching a band play a gig I got home like, I, I answered my messages as I was leaving the place. The phone died. I got home and went to bed and went, okay, I've got plenty of time. Don't need to set an alarm. So I didn't plug my phone into charge because I didn't need an alarm. Get up at 10 o'clock. By what, like 11.30, there's the photo online. I'm like, oh, great. They're doing two photos because I saw the, the post that Yogi had made about potentially doing two photos. <laughs> but that seems stupid to me to do two photos. We've done it before. It's still stupid. <laughs> like... Anyway. Yeah, there was a big, big kind of row about, like, weeks ago we'd said it was at a certain time, at a certain place, on a certain day, and everybody was cool with that. And then I, the day before, the night before, I just posted a thing on our events just saying, um, everybody cool for tomorrow? And then one guy's just like, oh, yeah, can we make it later in the evening? Well, like I mean, we may, as, we may as well say that that's Dom, because I said that Dom was the person missing from the photo. So we may as well say that. And okay. I, I don't have a problem with Dom asking to have it in the in the evening. That's yeah. perfectly fine. It, it, look, I was cool with it. I wasn't doing anything at all that day. Mm. Uh, neither was Dylan. Um, it, Luke wouldn't have been able to make it. Um, and, but the big decider was Chez. Right. Why? <laughs> like, why? Chez uh, wanted to do it before 11 in the morning because he had cricket. And we're like, dude, it's a 40-degree day, 40 degrees Celsius, uh, <laughs> the next day, and it's going to be windy as fuck. You're not going to be playing cricket. And he's like, you don't know that. 
and we're like, dude, it's going to be called off. And he's like, no, no, you, you don't know that. I don't want to assume things. And he was unbudging. He didn't want to say, yeah, we'll do it later in the day. Like, I'll, I can make that and stuff. Like, we just knew cricket was going to be cancelled. But it got to such a, a row and a big argument that Dom's just like, fuck it, I don't care anymore. And half the people like, I don't give a shit. And it just seemed at that point the most amount, the, yeah, the most amount of people we could get at one time was in the morning. Right. So, if it was in the afternoon, you wouldn't have had Luke. Yeah. But everyone else, yeah. including Dom and myself. Yeah. So, you would have had more people. Yeah, it was also like two o'clock in the morning when, <laughs> when we finished this, and I was quite tired. <laughs> at least, you know, at least I didn't have to drive out to Knox. That was my. I was happy that the photo was done, and I dodged it for another year. Not, not intentionally. I'm not going to, you know, have people, uh, you know, having a go at me for not being in it because at least it wasn't my fucking fault. <laughs> Look, originally we were supposed to have it with Annie's dad, who was playing Santa this year in True. Rosebud. True. But it turns out he was a walk around Santa, not a take a photo with sitting down Santa. Right. So I propose next year we just fucking kidnap Annie's dad. Why don't we just... <laughs> does he... Like, hang on. Give us one second to consult the Brains Trust. Does he have his own Santa costume? Um, well, he only just finished Santa. Fuck it. We'll paint him red. He only just finished Santa on Saturday, so he probably still has the suit. And he only lives about 10 minutes down. Yeah. So next year, if, if he does it again... Although it would be pretty awesome. Does your dad own a massive truck? Can we have like Santa sitting in a in a massive truck with a like in high vis? With these six white boomers? We, and we could Is all that what is it called? <laughs> Should we um explain that? The white boomers? Do you know what that is? I don't fucking know what that is. <laughs> it's a bullshit Australianized Yeah, version of Santa. Right. For when he, the folklore is like when Santa finally gets to Australia, the heat is too hot for the reindeer, so he gets these magical white boomers, which are just big white kangaroos. Right. And they take charge of the sleigh. That's it. I've never heard this. <laughs> I only heard about it two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like someone's made it up. Like, obviously it's made up, but... I, like, I, Recently. I, would, I don't think it is this person, but I'll blame Roald Dahl. Who is not Australian? Fuck that guy. <laughs> Let's just say it was Mark Twain. It was probably Mark Twain. Fuck you, Mark Twain. He came to Australia at one point. Did he? Yeah. What's one of the gifts you're most proud about giving somebody? Like you thought you've done a real good job with this gift. I don't know. Like I really enjoy giving gifts to people. I can't think of anything specifically Christmassy, like for a Christmas present. Well, I don't think I ever got anybody something amazingly Christmassy. No, I mean, I can't think of a, a gift that I've given at Christmas that was amazingly special, as opposed oh, to, like, okay. for a birthday and stuff. I, I put a bit more weight in, into a birthday present than a Christmas okay. present. I went all out one year and got my girlfriend at the time a violin. Yeah. Because she mentioned she wanted to start playing violin. Yeah. 
Um, and then she never touched it, and we broke up a few months later. <laughs> Tim's playing the world's tiniest violin. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I mean, this year, uh, because we won't release this uh, podcast until Christmas Day, uh, this year I've got my housemate a Melbourne Storm membership, so you can go and watch rugby, and I've got my other housemate a voucher to the Melbourne Cat, uh, Cat Cafe, which is like a, a little cafe in, in the city uh, where you can go, and they've just got cats that you can... I don't know whether you even have coffee. I don't know whether... <laughs> you just drink uh, It's probably... <laughs> you just have a margarita and pat a cat. Like, yeah, they have cats you know, roaming around, and you can go and pat them. And That like, doesn't sound very hygienic. Who cares? It's cats. <laughs> it's not like it's dogs. Cats are clean animals. They're not. They're more clean than dogs. Mm, debatable. Have you ever seen a cat drag its ass along the carpet? Yes. I have not. <laughs> seen um, it in real life. On YouTube, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this year, I got everybody the same thing. Uh, you, you already guessed it. No, I have no idea. Yeah, you did. No, I don't know. Fuck it, she'll, she'll hear it. She'll find out. Um, Don't spoil it. I won't say what it is. Okay. Um, I got a t-shirt made up. Right. Um, with a design I came up with and stuff, and it was a fucking headache mm. to make this thing. I went through some company I found in New South Wales, uh, just a state over, and they say the, the country's biggest apparel printing company and they just fucked me around so much. Mm. And the day they said it was supposed to turn up, I didn't get it until like a month and a half later. <laughs> and even then, like, I only got half the order. And well, at least you planned ahead. But yeah, the, the whole time it was supposed to be like a joke present, kind of one step away from just giving everybody a framed photo of me. Right. Like, <laughs> um, now, because of the ordeal I've been through, I'm just like, everybody fucking better appreciate what I've done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, can, I can barely remember. Because within our family, we do KK, so there really isn't a whole lot of gift giving. And we also do wish lists. Okay. So for our KK, we have a, a KK email address, and you email through to that email address your wish list. And then you can log into the email address and look at the other person's wish list. <laughs> and so from that, you go away and you, you know, try and find something similar or you know, inspired by what they've said. And uh, it just makes it a little bit too easy, to be honest. Like sometimes it's just like this year it took me, I went into, into the shops and within two minutes I had the thing that I needed to buy and it was done. So I enjoy... Buying for other, like, the KK thing just sort of seems like it's a necessity. Like, it's just something that we do. Yeah. Um, but I kind of enjoy organising presents for other people. Like, you know, especially that's why I, I like birthdays, because you're not doing presents for everyone, so you can take a bit more time to do, Yeah. this is what I'm going to get that person. But I guess the older I've, like, the more I've grown up, the older I am, the less present giving there is around birthdays and Christmas. Yeah. So I remember one year I was just like, I, I, I was out of a job at the time and I was extremely poor living off the doll. I made uh, everybody a present that year. Mm. Um, I got these really cheap jigsaw puzzles uh, from Kmart 
and I had to <laughs> I had to put the jigsaw puzzle together myself so everything fit and everything. Yeah. Once it was put together, and I had to do this like ten times over because there were ten gifts. Yeah. Once they were all together, painted it all white, and then drew my own picture over the jigsaw. Yeah. And then once it had set and everything, just smashed up the jigsaw and put it in the bag and said, yeah, there's your fucking present. <laughs> Didn't think about just getting a piece of cardboard, painting it, and then cutting it out into the jigsaw piece. No, this looks better. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> well, so have you used scissors that long? Like, it, it hurts after a while. It does. It does hurt, yeah. What's your favourite food to eat at Christmas? Um, usually, if I'm having a big thing, like, I remember having a family celebrations um, as a kid, like, if it was a big, big family thing and a lot of people were invited over and stuff, it'd always be a barbecue, so there'd always be the same kind of barbecue foods. I think ham would probably be... Oh, actually, no, sushi. Mum got into making sushi um, when I was about early teenagers so now every kind of big thing she'll make us like a big plate of sushi for it not a very Christmassy food but fuck I love sushi <laughs> yeah I think the uh the thing I like the most my mum cooks up uh, a terrine do you know what a terrine is no so she normally does chicken uh so it's like chicken uh cooked and then like minced up and then so it's not chicken mince but it's chicken that's cooked and then blended up and they put uh, pistachios through it, herbs, okay, yeah, and then yeah, wrap yeah. it in prosciutto. And oh, so it's sort of like this that. long sort of roll of you know, prosciutto-covered chicken and herbs and and pistachio nuts and stuff all through it. And then you slice it up oh. little slices. Sort of, I'm showing Yogi a picture, but you guys can, can Google it. All right, yep. T-E-R-R-I-N-E. It's my favourite thing about Christmas, like the food around Christmas, because... It is super yum. Something I really enjoyed whenever I had um, my nana from mum's side um, around that year. Um, she was quite nice. She sadly passed away this year. Mm. Uh, this will be the first Christmas. Um, not the first Christmas without her because there were years where, you know, we just didn't see that side of the family. Yeah. But um, this is the first Christmas just without her on the planet, I guess. Yeah. She would make the Best trifle. Right. Like the fucking best trifle. What made it the best trifle? It was brandy with chunks. Chunky brandy? Yeah. It was pretty much just brandy. <laughs> and as a kid, you'd, it was, you'd be fuck, very happy. Fuck as a kid. Right now. <laughs> it was the best. I don't know what to think about that. <laughs> it was, look, it, it was, it was just kind of normal trifle, but it was the brandy was just so strong. It was the, like, it was so overpowering. Was the brandy mixed with, like, in the jelly? Or? Yeah, yeah, but no. it would be, like, almost fermented into the jelly. Mm. <laughs> and the, disgusting. It was amazing. Like, you wouldn't... Don't light a cigarette around this thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's definitely a, uh, a, a Christmas trifle and not a Hanukkah trifle yeah. with the candles. <laughs> oh, we also did that... Um, the thing where you have the Christmas pudding and you light it on fire and stuff. Then do you have do you have coins in your Christmas pudding? We have had that one year, and that was Nana's kind of bringing to it because she was 
very much the old way. Yeah, well, this is the thing that modern Australian coins you shouldn't put in there. You shouldn't cook with it because of lead. It's it's (laughs) or nickel. It's yeah, it's a bunch of different things. It's like, but the older coins are a more pure metal. Yeah, I I don't think she would actually cook the coin into it. She would she would just stick it in into the bottom once it was done. Right. So it wasn't actually cooked in the rest of it. Although probably the heat from the. Uh, the pudding straight out out of the oven wasn't yeah. going to help, you know. <laughs> yeah, we definitely had uh, had some you know, Christmas puddings on fire and, and things like that. It's always, you know, always a lot of food around at Christmas, no matter, yeah. you know, no matter whether there's going to be. Because I've got, you know, older sisters that have other, like their husband's families that they go and visit for Christmas. Yeah. So some years we have a lot of people and some years we have twice as many a lot of people yeah uh, being from a family of six as well so did you ever have that one family member that just kind of embarrassed the shit out of themselves by getting way too drunk no 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 we did every year <laughs> he was called my dad <laughs> he was called dad. <laughs> <laughs> i remember once we had um christmas at um uh one of my aunties from mum's side uh my auntie doreen she was living and working at a truck stop in between Horsham and Stall. Right. Um, we had Christmas at the truck stop. Right. <laughs> um, there was like a kind of patio area and stuff. We all were out there. and um, We started at about just before lunch, and mm. it was just an ongoing thing. <laughs> all day, all night kind of stuff. Two hours in, everybody's like, Where's your father? Where's <laughs> we just like there were windows all around us, so we just looked out into the car park, and there's Dad throwing up beside our van, <laughs> just going, <laughs> and it's like a thirty-something degree day in the middle of the fucking bush, and he's just throwing up next to the van, and then he goes to have a lay down inside the van. <laughs> And then he ends up getting heat stroke because it's doubled the temperature inside the bed. So then he comes back in and he drinks more alcohol. Just like, fuck, that's my dad. <laughs> Alrighty, I think that's uh, this is our time to wrap it up. That's a good, good way to wrap it up uh, with a bit of uh, festive cheer there. Um, yeah, send us through any, uh, any comments you guys have about your Christmases. We're going to release this. Early morning Christmas Day. Yeah, let's release a Christmas Day. Yeah, so uh, Mer- very Merry Christmas to all the listeners. Hmm. Most of you are probably listening, you know, a day or two after Christmas, um, once you know all the chaos has settled down. But uh, I hope you've enjoyed our reminiscing and uh, judging of Christmas movies and non-Christmas movies. <laughs> um, and uh, um, our freakouts and, <laughs> and hating of things. <laughs> if you have any, you want to tell us that. You know, your favourite present you got this year or as a kid, uh, feel free to hit us up on our Facebook page, The yeah, Wilhelm look, Stream. Especially on that, on Christmas Day, because I won't be doing anything. <laughs> um, keep me interested in yeah. stuff. Yeah, by all means, post, you know, uh, we want to know, you know, what's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened on your Christmas? <laughs> was it you who did it? <laughs> was uh, it my dad? <laughs> Was it Yogi's dad again? <laughs> Did he some way make it to your party? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and yeah, next uh, next podcast we'll talk about um, how has Yogi's dad influenced your life. <laughs> um, but don't worry, we we won't name him. 
<laughs> I see what you did. Uh, so, uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, have a very Merry Christmas from myself and Yogi. Uh, I've been Tim. I've been Yogi. And uh, if you've been good, we hope you have a good Christmas and get lots of presents. And if you've been naughty... We hope the Krampus comes for your butt.